Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 380 for December 18th, 2022. My name's Nathan Reitz Ruth, and only this week we have Andrew Aroa McFain. Hey, is Connor, Connor not here? No, Connor said in another chat that, in the Shadowrun chat, that we are not doing the Shadowrun because his voice is still messed up. Oh, okay. He's not sick anymore, but he coughed so much while he was sick that it threw out his voice. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, yeah, it sounds terrible. Um, and you are you're with with who who is with you right now? Oh, I've got uh, I've got Spooky, uh, oh. my my tripod cat. Oh, hi hi Spooky, and uh, he's gonna be he just... here purring yeah, throughout the whole episode. Yeah, he's the color commentator. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, where can we find you, Aroa? Of course, you can go to aroa.website. There's there's stuff there. Uh, Connor wants you to particularly look at the Clinton's Core Classics link. Actual, Ac- actual podcast play, play. Actual play. Actual play podcast. Actual the play. Pathfinder First Edition. Pathfinder. Yeah, yeah, and then once we're done with that, we're it's a little behind the scenes stuff. We're already done with the game. We've already completed that storyline, and we are continuing on with that same RSS feed. Uh, but we're going to be starting up Shadowrun after that. So, so you know that they lived to the end because it finished. Not necessarily. That's not how well, it I mean, goes. You're not dead. Well, uh, some of us are. Oh, you mean in the game? In the in the game. In in real life, we haven't died, so that's good. But in the game, yeah. some people have. Anyway. All of them. All of them. All of them. No, no, no. People, uh, some people died. Some people died and then got resurrected. Uh, Obama lied. People died. Yes, exactly. Uh, so anyway, uh, I'm your host, of course, Nathan Reitz. Ruth, you can find me everywhere at Reitz. Uh, less and less likely. I'm gonna stay on Twitter here for a while. Uh, yeah, no shit. Just wait <laughs> for, for by now, choice or otherwise. Yeah, for now I'm on Twitter at at Reeton. Uh, of course you can find me on Twitch, Twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. Uh, I also have a YouTube channel. Um, that's that's YouTube.com forward slash Reeton. That's where you can find this podcast. If you'd rather watch it on YouTube rather than listen to it on any of the major streaming places you can do that and we have like a little like bar a graph that goes up and down yeah like a weirdo I, I i mean i had a really weird thing there's a podcast i listened to and for some it wouldn't like spotify would not download it and then like i would play it and it would like go for like 10 seconds and then have some audio and then after like 20 or 30 seconds it would just not have audio anymore like the upload to spotify mm. was messed up and so I had to listen to it on YouTube. So I don't know. It it was uh, it was not good. And then there's another, uh, there's a couple other things that I I watch on YouTube rather than, rather than listening on Spotify or whatnot. Anyway, we're gonna move on and ask you what games you have played this week. Anything notable? Uh, well the the DLC for Vampire Survivors came out. Oh, how was, was that? Cool. It's, I mean, it's more vampire survivors, which That's is great. Good. That's good. It adds, it adds eight new characters, only four of which are immediately revealed. I don't know how to get to the others yet. Um, 
but my first run with the new DLC, uh, I lasted for five hours. Oh, which is wow. the uh, yeah. I just um, like I I got to about the hour mark and everything was maxed out. So I was like, well, I guess I'll just sit still and let the game run. And then four hours later, uh, the the game forcefully ended. Forcefully so, ended? Yeah, so uh, I was playing in endless mode, because normally stages end after 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, but I was playing in endless mode, where it's supposed to just kind of keep going. Um, there is still a max on endless mode, and it is five hours. You figured here. you found that out. Yeah. Um, it was kind of nuts uh but yeah the otherwise the, the new map is really really cool i am excited to see what future dlcs they put out because this is only i think full price it's like two bucks and it's it's on sale for like a dollar fifty right now the it's, the dlc there's it's so amazing that they're they're still rolling in the money like yeah they, <laughs> they're rolling in the dough just from selling a game for like three bucks it's, it's but it's wonderful. Prob- it's probably one guy working on it though, or maybe a couple of guys. And it's, it's a handful of people. Yeah. yeah. So like they, they're so popular right now. I I'm not. I don't know how many you know copies of Vampire Survivors has sold, but I'm gonna say it's well over a million, probably. Oh, and, without a doubt. And you know, Steam gets thirty percent of the sale. So let's say for every for every three dollar sale, they get two bucks. That's still a couple million dollars only between like the four or five guys who are like, dude, we're coding this in like Java. <laughs> like, I don't know yeah, what they're it, coding it, it in, but yeah, it's. I've said before, it's it's a JavaScript uh, game. Like, it was yeah. just done. It was just done by. It was initially one dude, and it was just a an experiment to see if he could make a game in JavaScript uh, using Electron. Uh. And it just kind of exploded. And I, I believe they now have a couple of other people because uh, that's like they, they have a, a actual dedicated sound person now. And that's why, like, uh, all there's there's new music all over the place and all the sounds in the game were redone. Uh, there's a there's a setting now for uh, what's it called? I've, I've no uh, idea. I have no so idea. The, it, it basically makes everything sound uh, like Sega Genesis. Oh, okay, yes. okay. I got, I got you. Uh, Gems? Uh. No, the fucking god damn it! I had it until I went to say it, which happens to me all the damn time. But it's the uh, blast processed. That's it. The, but, it's a you can set the sounds to blast processed. But but bla- that blast processing. Was the speed mm-hmm. of the CPU? It had nothing to do with the audio. What do you mean? Audio flows through the CPU. It, but that's not how it was designed. The, yeah, the it's I, audio the, goes C- CPU. The well, okay, so kind of the audio chip in the Sega Genesis was the same chip that they ran with the Master System. That, so that's why you could have Master System backwards compatibility was because they had the CPU from the Master System in the Sega Genesis. Yeah, there was a... Uh, I think it was a 6800. I think, it, I think it, uh, the 6800 was a coprocessor. 
But okay. yeah, I mean, you're, you're not, you're not wrong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the AT. Anyway. Or, uh, sorry. Uh, y, YM 2620, 2610. I can't remember. Uh, that's a, that's a sound chip, but, uh, in any case, yeah, it's a really fun game. Um, and for less than five, still less than five dollars, you can get the game and the DLC. That's amazing, which is amazing, value. amazing value. Uh, did you play any other games? Um, I tried for a few minutes a thing called Stallcraft that just kind of showed up in my in my thing. Okay, uh, whatever you call it, recommendations on Steam Discovery Feed, whatever they call it. Uh, it's terrible. Absolutely. Oh, good. Just just unfortunate experience apparently it was a minecraft mod originally and they went through and turned it into a standalone experience sort of like what happened with daisy uh except i don't really see this taking off to any great degree because there's it's just like it, it would be much better as a single player experience because it's a, it's a survival craft em up mmo thing that is heavily stalker inspired uh, all the way down to just straight up invoking stalker terminology for whatever reason. Um, I don't even know if that's legal. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's well, probably because a new stalker game hasn't come out in like 14 years or something. And I, and they they just are like, we're huge stalker fans and we want to kind of milk the community that still likes that game. Yeah, it... Uh, like the the inventory is straight up from Arma slash Daisy. Um the gunplay feels bog standard, like it's fine. But once you get through the tutorial, which is like an actual crafted narrative experience, which it, it was it was a kind of alright. Uh once you get out of that and you get dropped into the open world, it's like, oh, this is just a Minecraft map. And there are just a bunch of people speaking spanish for some reason and like i don't i don't understand what i'm supposed to really be doing and, or spanish yeah and i don't i can't talk to anybody because everyone's speaking what i i assume it's spanish or some spanish adjacent language you know yeah. sorry i don't know the difference between spanish and portuguese but like yeah it was just not it was not a good time and i just immediately uninstalled it after that do like, they not? This shit. Do they not have subtitles? It's got to have subtitles. Oh, not the characters. I meant everyone else playing the game. Oh, the the, oh, the actual people playing the game. Fun. Yeah, Fun. yeah. No, they the NPCs. They they had either no actual spoken lines or they spoke English with like comedic uh, fucking Russian accents. But um, no, the the other people oh, oh, in the oh, world. Oh. Oh, you're What's getting crackly. I'm getting crackly. You were. Well, you're not not anymore. Let me, but... me close let me close out Knox. I forgot to close it. Yeah. Uh your Android emulator. Yep. Uh yeah. So that I do not recommend that game. I gave it a thumbs down review and just said, hope you speak a Spanish adjacent language, which honestly might come across kind of I don't know, might come across as like xenophobic, but it's just you should really have regional uh servers even if even if it's just like this is the spanish speaking server this is the english speaking server because like being being somebody who's played wow 
for several years now. Uh, there are a few things more frustrating than working in a uh, an environment where you need to communicate with other people, and you've got a couple of folks that are from a realm that is based in South America. Yeah, like, yeah. It, I it mean, just doesn't work. The I, again, I've, we've spoken about it before, but one of the best things I think about the the Final Fantasy eleven and fourteen is the auto translator because yeah. it's it's not great. And there, there's only certain, there's, you know, a couple hundred phrases in there that you can translate, but you can start typing in like, you know, thank you. Like if somebody offers you, you know, a party or something, you can say, thanks for the offer, but I'll have to pass. And you can translate that. You just type in thanks, then press tab, and it brings that up. So that way you can just communicate easily with other people because they knew, hey, we're going to have... Like, we're not going to limit these servers. So there were no, like, North American servers and European servers and Japanese servers. It was all just, all the servers were based in Japan, and everyone just used those servers. So you were going to run into people who spoke different languages. So they built in that, that auto-translator, and it helped out so much. And I it, it baffles me. And I understand with voice, it's going to be different, right? But it still baffles me in like other MMOs where you have to use, you know, typing that they don't have some sort of auto translation, especially now yeah. since like translation's getting okay for the most part. It yeah, just doesn't even, make sense. Even stuff that doesn't work, like you can use something other than Google Translate and have a pretty good time <laughs> with with machine translation. Like, there are even self-hosted solutions that use machine learning to yeah. do that fairly economically. Did, so. did you play anything else? Uh, no, nothing okay. that matters. So I played, uh, this week I played some more Marvel Midnight Suns, and I like the game. I think it's good. Uh, I'm bad at it. I, I rarely get, so that you, you're scored per mission on basically how many turns it takes and how many times your your guys get knocked out. And rarely do I get three stars, which is the highest amount of stars you can get. Uh, but, but I still like it. it. You know, I'm still making my way through the game. And realistically, those stars don't do much for you. So you get your rewards no matter what. If you get one through three, you still get the, like, you know, credits and you know, whatever items that your that mission gives you. But the star ratings affect how much gloss you get, which is stuff you use to buy in-game cosmetics and stuff. So it doesn't really matter that much. And then there's also another cosmetics thing, which I'm like, oh, this suit looks cool, and I went to go buy it, and they're like, no, you don't have the premium credits. I'm like, mm. are you fucking kidding me? Nope. I was about to ask, like, man, that sure does sound like a free-to-play game mechanic. Yeah. Is there a premium currency? Yeah. Fuck it. It's, How it's, much was this goddamn game? It's full price. It's a $60 game. I paid 50 All right, yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't go fuck themselves. Yeah, you know, I don't. You fuck yourself. Yeah, now, most of the costumes you can buy or unlock within the game, but, it, it's you know, there's a few costumes there are a couple costumes per character that 
you had to unlock with premium currency. And I'm just like, that's bullshit. Come on. I already paid full price for the game. Just allow, allow me to unlock this stuff. Or at least give me some way to earn that currency in-game, which they do not you know, do. You know what's kind of fucked up is that I, I just... I was thinking for, for a second. I think I would almost rather have day one DLC again. You know? I, yeah, yeah, I gotcha. I, I would um, rather there just be like a like a $3 costume pack that I have to buy if I want those costumes rather than think I got the full experience when I bought the game and then get and then, into the game and go through the menus and then all of a sudden get a pop-up that says, please buy buy the best value, $99.99. Yeah. 100,000 Marvel bucks. I... Uh, I also want to talk about some of the voice acting. The voice acting's good. You know, they they don't like you know Doctor. So they have Doctor Strange, but it's not a guy doing a uh Cumberbatch impression. Like it's just a guy doing you know playing as Doctor Strange. Same thing with Peter Parker. The only character that I can tell is doing an impression is Iron Man. The person who's playing Iron Man is doing a Robert Downey Jr. impression the entire time. Uh, but it's, you know, all in all, it's a pretty it's a pretty solid game. It, it, I My friend came in and was watching the stream, and he's like, wow, these look like PS2, PS3 graphics. And I was like, yeah, the graphics aren't great, but they do have RTX, or they have ray tracing uh, in it that I don't turn on because it tanks the frame rate. Like, I can normally get over 100 frames a second, and then I turned on uh, ray tracing, and it's like 30. You get 30 frames a second. And I was like, I don't I don't think I need ray tracing in this game. Some games you just don't. Anyway, I also played some uh, Halo Infinite, and that was fun. I played it by myself, did some campaign missions. It's weird having an open-world Halo game, but it's it's still pretty fun. Also, the grappling hook is is pretty great. I was going to say, I feel like the grappling hook would be the thing that actually makes it for me. Yeah, and you can you can upgrade it so it has a really really low cooldown time, so you can like climb buildings with it. So it's it's pretty great playing Spider-Man as Master Chief. Really <laughs> like that. Um, I wanted to tell you something that happened last week. I forgot to tell you about it. Um, so I I ordered a two terabyte NVMe drive. For $110 on Newegg. It's a pretty good deal, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's QLC, so it's not the best. And QLC, if if you don't know, it 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 can run poorly if it doesn't have a, a DRAM cache, which this does not have a DRAM cache, but it runs fine. Like I looked at the reviews and they're like, it runs alright. Like it's it's faster than a spinning disk by a lot. And slightly faster than like a SATA SSD. So I was like, great. I need the and two terabytes of any storage. Uh that's that solid state for, for $110 is pretty good. So I installed it in my in my secondary computer, which is my my Plex machine, slash streaming machine. And I turned it on and I was like, you know, copying over uh, basically cloning the drive, my my SSD onto my new drive, and eventually I noticed I was like, "Wait a minute, why are two of my hard drives not being recognized?" Because I have 
I have four four normal hard drives in there, you know, spinning disks. And two of them weren't being recognized. And I found out it's because sometimes your motherboard will use the same lanes for the for the NVMe drive as it does the SATA drives. So it kills two of your SS, your your SATA ports. Oh. Yeah. So I had to like <laughs> I had to clone the drive, and then I only have six SATA ports, so I had to clone the drive, um, make sure my new or make sure my new one was booting correctly, and then swap the SATA ports or, or SATA cables around so that it would build up my RAID because otherwise I would have lost my entire Plex server. Yeah, it was because uh, you're running it all in RAID zero. Yes. I I I need to. Well, I was going to. I was going. Remember, I I mentioned this a, a couple of months ago. I was going to buy a bunch of fourteen terabyte drives and then put them in RAID five, but I couldn't do that because they canceled my fucking order. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, so that was that was a fun you know couple hours while I was quote working. <laughs> <laughs> Man, working from home has its benefits. I gotta tell you, and. Almost no downsides, to be honest. Working from home is yeah. great. Uh, the, yeah, the... I'm I'm working from home until the beginning of next year, so I'm gonna be having fun with that uh, with that Dell server I'm getting this weekend. Nice. I um, yeah, I get, I I I have to go on site like once or twice a week recently, uh, but that's only because we're moving sites. I don't know what it is about me getting a new job and then like a year after they're like, we're moving buildings, baby. I'm like god damn it every time uh so we're we're moving to a smaller building and so i've just been on site helping clean out like it stuff and i had to go in last weekend last saturday i got a few hours of overtime because i had to go in and take out hard drives out of like 150 computers oh yep they paid me to do that <laughs> they paid me very good money to go in there on a Saturday and just take tear down computers and my coworker came in with me so we just bullshit you know we bullshitted while taking out hard drives because uh you know it's it, most companies will do that even no matter what they'll you know they'll sell the computer or something but they'll take the hard drive out so you have to supply your own hard drive yeah and they do that for you know business reasons, but we have to also do it because of HIPAA reasons, since I work yeah, for a yeah. dentist. Anyway, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about some video games and maybe some tech stuff. I think we're talking about some tech, tech stuff as well, kind of. But uh, I think so. first one's a fun story. It's not a very, you know, not a very big story, but High on Life came out. Uh, have you? You haven't played that. No, I don't intend to. I... Yeah, there's a lot of backlash on it, and there's a lot of people defending the game. And I, I, I'm in the middle. Like I, it's not a game I'm interested in because we we both watched the trailers. We've spoken about this before that it just doesn't look like the type of humor that appeals to me. And yeah, I, I don't like it. It's uh, it, like I don't like whenever characters in games don't shut up. Yeah, and Justin Roiland's entire humor is the awkwardness of not knowing how to stop talking. So 
like the, the care your gun just doesn't shut up and your knife just doesn't shut up and like that's the comedy yeah so no but there is something really cool and i really like when they do this in games they don't do it in i i'm a little annoyed that they don't do it in the marvel game because they have a tv in the living room but like <laughs> it's it's marvel it's owned by disney you think they could put like disney shorts or something or like old you know disney cartoons or something on the tv at least clips they don't do that however apparently there are four movies in high on life that you can literally just sit down and watch and i think that's awesome um they are they include the 1994 sci-fi comedy tommy and the t-rex uh 1978 uh, tammy tammy and the t-rex apparently tammy i'm sorry it, it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the I don't. Oh, that's what it says. Yeah, the you're right. You're right. It's just the the font makes it look a little blood weird. harvest. Yep, yep. Uh, nineteen seventy. Well, first off, nineteen seventy eight film, uh, vampire hookers, and nineteen eighty seven slasher blood harvest. And there's confirmation on a fourth one. Uh, but we don't know what what movie that is. Uh, again, there's a warning to streamers. Uh, on the official high end life. Twitter saying that some of the movies have, you know, nudity and, and gore in them. So you might not want to stream the full movie. Uh, but I do think it's pretty, pretty cool that they have blood harvested there. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think that they should have more, uh, like if they have a TV and they have the ability, especially if it's something like Marvel or Disney or like, just put a, just put something in there, right? Like if you're going to have a TV, so do you you remember the darkness? Yeah, that has um wasn't it uh To Catch a Mockingbird? There are two there are two movies you okay. can watch To Kill a Mockingbird with your girlfriend. Yep. And then there's another movie that I can never remember the name of, but it's about a drummer who gets addicted to heroin and there's this really long sequence of him uh going off of heroin cold turkey. And it's like really intense and pretty good for being such an old film. Uh, I, but they're both like old ass black and white movies. And that's awesome. That, that they, they uh, whenever they were talking about the game initially in marketing, they were like, yeah, we want to be able to like put new movies into the game later on. And that never happened. But it was like a really cool thing in the first time I'd ever seen that. So I, I love this. I think that's great. Yeah. And there are there are apparently 20 animated shorts also in in High on Life, uh, many of which are parodies of classic TV commercials and infomercials. Um, so I think I think that's great. I, I like that. There was you. You remember PlayStation Home? Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I don't remember all of the, like, I don't, I didn't spend a lot of time playing P PlayStation Home uh, because it wasn't really a game. But <laughs> I do remember going to the movie theater in the game and they were just playing Zombieland. And this was when Zombieland was still new. And I was like, yeah. sweet. And so I just sat down and watched Zombieland in game. And I think that that was really cool. I like that. I like that a lot. It just occurred to me that there's like, that's like a whole fucking scene in uh, VR chat. Like there are tons of worlds that are just like hang out and watch YouTube or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's that is just a, a thing that people like to do. Apparently mm -hmm. watch 
watch internet videos through the through the lens of a video game. Yeah, I I I just like when it's something like that with like VR or uh with PlayStation Home or or VR or whatnot. It's really good for like immersing yourself in the world. Yeah, because like with Marvel Midnight Suns, uh. You know, there's a TV, and one of the things you can do with the characters is, you know, it's, it's so silly. It's a, you can go, like, hang out with them and be like, let's go watch a TV show. And the TV show is like an, a, a four-bit cartoon that, like, has no relevance to the plot. Like, there's nothing to it. Like, literally no dialogue or acting, anything. It's, it's just, just an it's animated just, GIF on the screen. Yeah, and... You should be able to like be like, oh, let's go watch a movie and then actually pick a movie and watch. And maybe like you can end the, the thing early, but they should at least have the option to watch whatever is on there. And if they don't if have that, the, if Rockstar can produce what are essentially like several feature length films worth of bullshit that no one's ever going to actually watch for the TVs in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Then, like we we should at least expect a Marvel game where it features <laughs> scenes where you can just hang out with other characters. It, we should expect them to be able to throw a uh, like 360p MP4 into the into the game files. Yeah, exactly. And it the fact that they don't is is shocking to me. Especially like they own the licenses. It's not like right. they have to license it from anyone. They own them. Anyway, yeah. uh, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about uh, taking stuff down. Oh, man, I do not like this. We talked about, what was it, Ubisoft took a, took a bunch of stuff down earlier this year? Yep. And now Epic is also taking a bunch of stuff down, which I think some of which you are going to get mad at. I, I am actually quite upset uh, on multiple levels. So... Yeah. Um, Epic, uh, you might remember, bought Harmonix a little while ago. Harmonix yeah, that's being what, the they were they were competitors for a long time. Yeah, uh, Harmonix, uh, they're they're the ones that made Rock Band and initially made Guitar Hero. Obviously, they sold that to Activision, who then turned it into a a mess uh, later on. But, um. Yeah, so since they bought Harmonix, they said, don't worry, everything's going to be just fine. Nothing's going to change. And now here we go. Uh, the first set of things are, are getting turned off. Yeah, yeah. And so we've got... What, the cat what is, is quite upset. Do you know what? Uh, well, yeah, they, they read that 1,000 Tiny Claws is getting taken down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't I actually have absolutely no idea what the hell this is. No. Um, I uh, guess it's something epic... Epic maybe bought this company that I I don't remember. Mediatonic, one thousand tiny PSP claws. minis game. Okay, that makes sense. We've got Dance Central one through three are getting shut down. Uh, and, green. Oh, all right. Well, I was I was I was gonna say along with this, um, the DLC is also getting removed. Yes, for I all mean, these games. Yeah, DLC. You're not gonna be able to purchase like you if you have it down now. Here's my question. Uh, are you still going to be able to download it if you've already purchased it? 
Yes, uh, okay. that's that's uh, to some degree, at least. Now, what is not clear, um, so it, I guess maybe we should go through the games first. Yeah. Uh, you got Dance Central 1 through 3, as you said. Uh, Green Day Rock Band. Um, Monsters Probably Stole My Princess. That's another game that I don't think anyone is going to miss. Uh, I think it's another PSP game, actually. Um, and then Rock Band 1 through 3. Yeah, I'm mad uh, which about is that. that that is painful. Uh, the Beatles rock band, uh, supersonic acrobatic rocket powered battle cars. Oh, I was really disappointed uh, about that getting taken down. Well, it, it, you know, it's it, if only there was another game that was about rocket cars that was sort of a a direct sequel in all but name. Yeah, uh, if only. Uh, then we have Unreal Gold, Unreal 2, The Awakening, Unreal Tournament 2003, Unreal Tournament 2004, Unreal Tournament 3, and Unreal Tournament Game of the Year Edition all being removed. Uh, they uh, Epic has said that um, they will be bringing back Unreal Tournament 3. Uh, yeah. uh, they're just, they're, they're migrating the online functionality to newer servers. Because uh, this is ultimately another case of these servers are very old and they don't want to have to update anything to make it more compliant with newer technologies. Uh, probably newer versions of like SSL and, and whatnot. They're also, um, they're also taking down the Unreal Remaster or Remake. Like they, 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 they put it in alpha or beta or whatever and then never, they just stopped making it they 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 put in maintenance mode basically and yep. now they're just ending it they're ending yeah. complete support unreal tournament is is dead did yeah you, did you start it again i i started it again yeah okay we're at 34 17 okay but yeah unreal tournament yeah. is dead uh we're it sucks because I I have a friend who's like I he plays Unreal Tournament all the time the new one that they're they're shutting down and they're shutting down Unreal Two Unreal Gold Unreal Two Thousand Three Unreal Two Thousand Four Unreal Tournament Three Unreal Tournament Game of the Year Edition they're all of them are going down and yeah, just go play Quake Champions yeah everybody likes Quake Champions uh, <laughs> as of January twenty uh, it, it it says as of January. Fortnite. No. As of January 24th, the alpha of the Unreal Tournament reboot is getting shut down. Rock Band Blitz and the Rock Band Companion app and Sling Space will no longer Sing be space. available. Sing Space. I don't know why I said Sling Space. Sing Space will no longer... What is Sing Space? Uh, I'm going to take a wild guess and say that it was a karaoke game. Probably. And... Uh, Fuser is also getting shut down. Oh, I remember Sing Space. That was uh it was for the freaking Gear VR. Oh, 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 right. Oh, it yeah. doesn't say here. Uh, it looks like Rock Band VR is still up. Or is that? I don't think I... that's. I think that's been dead for a while, honestly. Oh, okay. I'm not totally sure. Uh, however, they do mention that Dance Central VR as well as Rock Band 4, will remain up. Thank okay, God. Good. That, oh, Rock, good. Or that Dance Central VR, the, the game that so many people definitely play on their Oculus headsets. Um, anyway, 
yeah. Uh, so obviously Rock Band 4 is going to remain up along with the downloads uh, for that. Uh, but as we were trying to get to before, this does raise the question, will you be able to continue downloading songs that you had already purchased in the previous games? Like if you port them forward to Rock Band 4, will you still be able to download those after all this happens? I would say probably, uh, the, but I don't know. Like another part of that too, though, is what happens when they stop renewing the licenses for these things? Because they're they're going to. It, it seems to me like this is probably going to slowly turn into, especially considering down at the bottom of this article, they mention uh, apparently Harmonix recently announced that Fuser is going offline. I mentioned that, yeah. Oh, did you? Yes, I did. Oh, I wasn't listening, apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah, Fuser's being taken down. Um, they're also taking drop mix off of the app stores, uh, which that's unfortunate because I think drop mix only came out maybe a couple of years ago, if that, um, and the, and admitted, the Mac and Linux versions of Hateful boyfriend, which is a bird, weird. a bird dating game. I just I don't know what Epic has to do with that. Does did Epic publish Hotful Boyfriend? Yeah, uh, I, I I guess so. I... Yeah, it says uh, the Mac and Linux versions of Hateful Boyfriend and Hateful Boyfriend Holiday Star are getting removed from storefronts, and they're already removed. You'll be able to play the games if you already own them. Yeah, but I I'm just I'm wondering. Like, is that going to hold up whenever they stop paying for? Because I swear I remember there was at some point, it might have been some Metallica songs, I think were the first victims of this, where they couldn't justify or couldn't get uh, the rights back or, or the license back uh, for some DLCs. And it just ended up that you had to keep those songs on your console or they were gone. Like there I was nothing that anybody could do about that. Yeah, I don't like when that happens. That happened to me um, with the Simpsons arcade game for the PS3. Oh yeah, I, I bought that game when it when it came out. It was that one, and I believe they had um, Turtles in Time, and they removed them because they lost the license. But then they also made it so you can't re-download them. Yep, same thing happened with the uh, Scott Pilgrim game. Yeah, on, uh, I thought PS3. Scott. Pil- I Scott thought with Scott Pilgrim, that, you could still buy that. It. Came back. That well, I came know, back. I know it came back, but, but I no, thought you it could was. Still... You couldn't even. You couldn't even re-download it. Oh, there were lame. people selling PS3s with an a- with an active copy of Scott Pilgrim on it on eBay because of that. That is amazing. That is awesome. Yeah. Uh. So anyway, lots of games going down. We hate when this happens. Yeah, I'm. I'm worried that this is Epic doing what I think a lot of people were afraid of Epic doing and winding down Harmonix's operations for the most part. Yeah. And taking their talent and they're just going to roll them into the Fortnite gulag. Um, Yeah. I hope that's not what happens because there are a lot of incredibly talented and creative people at Harmonix that I think are just going to go to waste creating stupid in-game experiences for Fortnite. It's not me shitting on Fortnite. 
I just I, I I'm I'm not a zoomer, so I just don't care about Marshmallow holding a concert in a fucking online shooter. Okay, I just don't. Yeah, and like yeah, so. But I mean, anyway. that goes into what we were talking about earlier, like having those online experiences. Those are cool. I mean, it's nothing that again. I don't I don't know what Marshmallow does. Is he a rapper or something? I, I know no, he has a big he, thing on a, his head. He's just Dead Mouse too. Okay. I I know what that is. You know, Dead Mouse. I have no idea. He's just a DJ. He just oh, okay. he just stands up on stage, presses a button, and songs play, and people cheer. Cause he ha- and he wears a big hat. He's yeah, got a big he wears hat. A hat. It's funny. It's yeah, funny. he's got a big mascot head, and everyone likes him. Yeah, we're moving on. We're, he was on WWE once. Anyway, uh, we're moving on. Uh, oh, that that reminds me. Uh, before before I move on, last night I was watching uh, AEW Dynamite. And uh, it like cut to, you know, it cuts to the crowd when people are coming out sometimes and it'll show them like cheering or waving their hands in the air. And it showed, you know, a couple waving their hands in the air and then it went away. And I was like, wait a minute. And I went back and I paused it and uh, it was Austin Eruption in the front row. And I was like, huh. Yeah. That's. That's interesting. And then I moved on. Anyway, just like we're moving on to the next thing. Uh, Final Fantasy remake. Or, or I'm sorry, not Final Fantasy. No, yeah, Final Fantasy remake has a painting with a Getty watermark. And Getty is a image. Like, you can, you can right-click and save the image as, but it'll have a, a watermark on it. And apparently yeah, they stock took... image producer. Yeah, apparently they have that... It happens. This happens shockingly often, where they don't remove the watermark, or you like you you have these amazingly talented artists that are stealing art and they can't even steal it correctly. Yeah, like by by you know zooming in on a part that doesn't have the watermark, or or finding a way to like use the mush tool to kind of get rid of the watermark. Nope. It's still there. You can read it pretty well. Uh, and this is for the new Final Fantasy VII remake, or is it the, the Crisis Core this remake? Is, this is the Crisis Core remake. Okay. Uh, slash remaster. I don't know what you want to call it. But yeah, there there is a painting that shows up three different times in the game, and it's just got a big old fucking Getty Images watermark right in the middle of it. And it's like, how? <laughs> I, I'm assuming that this was intention or originally intended to be like a placeholder uh, asset, and they just forgot to replace it, and nobody noticed it because it is. To be fair, if I was just like skimming through all of the assets in the game and was like, "Yep, yep, everything looks good," I probably wouldn't have even noticed it. Well, uh, and and depending on how. Uh, like like this, you have to like sit there and actually look at the image because most of the time these pictures are pretty far away. So you yeah. probably have to go into like camera mode where you're taking a picture or like move ma- maneuver the camera in a specific angle to be able to see it that clearly. Yeah, like like you would have to try to actually notice it, but if you are somebody who's going to go around and and look at shit in game, like. There's a pretty good chance you'd end up noticing this. Yeah, it's like I, I right just, it's right in the middle of the image. <laughs> I would I would give 
the Squeenix intern who was going over all this, the benefit of the doubt, though, and say they probably just fucked up and didn't notice it before they they, you know, sent it off for production. Probably. I like they they say that, like, oh, it's it's not a one off error. They had they put it in the game three times. And it's probably because this is this is wall painting underscore three dot JPEG. You know, yeah, like they just yeah, they just pop it in there and move about and they, their day. they copy that like that's how video games are made <laughs> like you you just pick a random painting you slap it on the wall and it if they need to change it later they just change the asset and it changes it in all those places which so. is probably what they're gonna do to update this i would imagine oh, they're, gonna, they're gonna fix this at some point but they will i i didn't even know that final fantasy crisis core has been released I I didn't I yep. thought it was still in production. No, uh, my buddy has been sending me snaps of it because this is one of the few Final Fantasy games where I've played a little bit of it. Yeah. Um, and he sent me the the me Gungaga scene, and I laughed. I have I played that a couple of years ago on the PSP, and by on the PSP I mean on the PPSSPP emulator, and <laughs> it was it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I I hesitate to see what it looks like or or what it plays like with the remake because i have hated pretty much all of the final fantasy games since final fantasy 13 came out they've just gotten worse well i mean obviously final fantasy 14 was okay as an mmo but uh 13 wasn't great and 15 was awful and then they had like 13 2 and 13 lightning returns and <laughs> Final Fantasy 7 remake and it's just like all I it's it's what I don't like about Final Fantasy but uh you might be more into them than I am with their their kind of floaty combat system that they use in in like Kingdom Hearts and stuff. But I probably would like it more but uh the the Crisis Core thing uh from my understanding the Crisis Core remake is literally the same combat system as the original well, that's uh, good. So it's a slot machine. Good. I like that. Uh, we're going to move on. We have three more stories to talk about, so we're going to go through these a little quickly. Uh, App Store Avalanche forecast as Apple bows to EU demands. What? How are they bowing to EU demands? I know they've already, in the United Kingdom, created a standard for the hardware. So that the basically Kingdom, European Union, European Union, I apologize, which the United <laughs> Kingdom is not part of anymore. Correct. Anyway, um, in the European Union, they have made it so that all phones basically have to use a USB-C charger, which is great. Yeah, if your hardware, if your device has a charge port, then it has to use USB-C unless it is so small that it could not otherwise have a charge port. Right. Um, so it, this is a similar thing, uh, another law that the EU has put through called the Digital Markets Act, essentially uh, mandates the use of third-party app stores on iOS and Android devices. Awesome. I don't really know what the wording of the act is, if it's like if you... If your app store or your your product has so many users, then you have to allow third parties to 
implement their own app store functionality or something like that. I don't know. Um, but there's some reports from, I believe it was somebody with Bloomberg had an insider say that uh, very good chance Apple is going to be allowing sideloading and probably third-party app stores in their entirety within the next two years alongside awesome. USB-C, which, you know, my initial response was, yeah, that's great. That's awesome. But I do think there's a little bit of scariness to that. Uh, maybe that's not the right word, but I think that there are possibilities for frustration from an end-user perspective. Uh, mainly that with the App Store and the way that all that works, you know where to get every single app on an iPhone. Uh, and generally with an Android phone, it's the same. Like if an app exists, it's going to be on the Play Store 99% of the time. Uh, what could happen with this, and I feel like it's very possible, is you're going to have the something like the Amazon App Store that's going to pop up. And you're not even going to be able to get the Amazon shopping app from uh, the, the normal Apple App Store. You're going to have to install the Amazon App Store to get the Amazon app and to get Amazon did uh, Prime Video and all that shit. You're going to have to install the uh, like like maybe maybe Netflix and a couple other companies they join together. They're gonna make a they're gonna make a streaming app store. You have to go there to get all your streaming apps. Microsoft will have their own app store where you go to get all of the to get Outlook and I, Teams and so, all that shit. So you're worried that it's going to be like the PC where you have Steam as kind of the the main one that everyone goes to. And then yeah. like you'll have Ubisoft and Epic and 2K Launcher and all of, and yeah, Game you'll, Pass and you'll have yeah. them segmented. I think I I I understand where you're coming from. But I I don't know if that's going to happen um or if it does it probably won't last that long because it look at Ubisoft, right? They're like, we're fine. We're bringing games back to steam. And then EA is like, fine. We're bringing games back to steam because they know it's just, it's better. It's just better to to go with the flow. And so most yeah. likely there might be those alternative app stores. Uh, but I kind of doubt it. I doubt that like Netflix or Amazon are going to create their own app store. Most likely it's going to be something like Epic uh or the yeah, the mobile version the mobile version of epic where it will be a competitor to the full on app store and not just like this is just epic games or or ubisoft games that's what my I'm, that's what, my opinion or thought what on I'm it primarily hopeful for with all this is that apple will essentially be like okay you can just sideload whatever app you want if you yeah. have if you have an IPA file, you can use iTunes or whatever, or you can just download it onto your iPhone, tick a couple boxes that say, I understand that this will probably blow up my phone, and then it installs it, just like on Android. I hope that that will be what this results in. Um, and then nothing really more than that. Like, I don't, I don't want... What I don't want is what happened with Microsoft with the Internet Explorer thing, where 
they were forced to like drop Netscape Navigator and Opera and shit like just in with their the 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 system because that would just be a bad experience for everybody involved. I don't think that that's where it's going to go, but like the worst thing would be to incentivize people moving to other app stores because I just don't think that's a good experience. They did that uh, with Windows, and I'm not sure if it's the same, but I remember, you know, over 10 years ago, the EU did something similar where uh, it was, I, I don't know if it was Internet Explorer or Edge at the time. I think it was Internet Explorer, and they're like, no, you have, to, you have to give them the option when they install mm -hmm. to choose Firefox, Chrome, or Internet Explorer. Yeah, and that, so, that's the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that would be that bad because most people are still going to be like, "Now nah, we're just going to use the Apple App Store." It's like we're not, we're not going to, we're not going to use this this third party Mastodoon app. But the, the, like, I feel like there could be the potential for like the Amazon App Store, and like, I don't know. It, the main the main thing is that. On mobile in particular, it's the the cut that the company, the, the, like Apple takes from like all the transactions that happen there. And also the fact that the App Store is so very heavily regulated by Apple, um, where they'll just arbitrarily block your app uh, from, from even getting updates. Even if they previously approved it, you could add something that they just, the, the person reviewing your update decides eh, it doesn't quite fit with our policies and then you just can't update your app like eh, with the way that apple has done their app store over the years i feel like it's a lot more possible than like with how steam versus epic has gone where like the only reason anybody opens the epic app is to either play Fortnite or to download whatever free game is available that month yeah. like i'm pretty oh, sure that's the only reason which... anybody opens that thing yeah, there's a there's a Christmas sale going on where you yeah. get, you get a free game like every day. Yeah, I've been them. I've been doing it. I I forgot. I got to... Bloons TD six. I missed that one. I ah, oh. uh, it's a, I like the Bloons. They're great. Yeah. What is what is today? Is it Sable? Yeah, I think it's a walking simulator, isn't it? Uh, no, no, you're running. <laughs> <laughs> It's, like, it's. I think it's. I think it's like two D journey. I was gonna say it's journey. That's that's what it looks yeah. like. But oh, it's I'm not two D. But yeah, yeah, very much looks like journey. I'm gonna grab it. I I got it. Um, but yeah, anyway, it's like, it's like why not? Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but I've yeah, been a they, little like, underwhelmed. Last year, I think they had better games, but uh, well, it, hopefully they'll get uh, last last year. They like finished it off. Like the last game was like fucking great. Yeah, and apparently at some point they had the, they had the Evil Dead game for free like in a few months ago. Yeah, I played, I, 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 I bought that one. I hate that I missed it. Ugh, yeah. I'm sorry. Anyway, more we're going to move <laughs> on. We're going to talk about... I, I, I've been trying not to link stories about <laughs> this person because I really just don't care. And it's funny how his yeah, sycophants... This is, this is a significant thing, though. It is. It is very significant. So, uh, what was it? A couple months ago. It, it happened while I was... Was it while I was in Canada or right before or after? Anyway, whatever. I think it was in while I like I was flying to Canada when Elon Musk purchased Twitter. And so I I kind of dodged that annoyance. And uh 
you know, when when he came on, he was like, you know what, freedom of speech. Uh, we're we're gonna not ban people for for saying ideas and blah blah blah. This is a a free speech zone. Uh, and like all all the time with uh, hypocrites, he has <laughs> gone back on his word multiple times over. He has banned uh, the guy who was tracking his planes because he was the guy was giving away quote personal information that could could harm Elon Musk. He said he said that he was but, being doxxed by that person. Yeah. When he was using publicly available information. Yeah, it's it's not the the thing about about flights are very public. Yeah. And so you can say I want to know where this specific jet is or where it has flown from and to uh so that you can look at like oh like let's say a row is coming to visit me. And he was in the air, but he is he hasn't a, arrived to that airport yet. I can take a look and I can see where that flight is. Um and just because Elon Musk has a private jet, uh he you know, if you're like, okay, where is this specific private jet, then that is publicly available information that you're able to take a look at. I could go on the what is it like flight watch and just look at that right now. If I knew what private jet he had, uh, but yeah, Elon Musk was like, "I'm butt hurt, so I'm going to ban this person." But the other, so he, there's uh, that guy also has a a few other Twitter accounts that track other people's private jets, not banned. The only one that was banned was for Elon Musk because he was butt hurt. And now, what are they doing? What else are they banning, Aroa? Aroa, that's, I said your name, that's your cue. You're, you're very quiet. Uh-oh. Uh, I think we might have lost Aroa. What's, what's going on, buddy? You all right? Should I wait for you? Should I pause the recording and wait? Uh, we'll I'm be, back. Oh, you're back. Hi. Welcome. Yeah. What, what's up? I had to take a phone call. Oh, okay. So Aro is technically working right now. Um, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I, I was I was saying that uh, he has he has banned that account that tracks his flight status. Yeah. But there are other accounts run by the same person that also track flight statuses of other celebrities that has not been banned. Well. At least they they haven't that either of us have heard, but yeah. he's also apparently suing that guy, you know, for not doing anything illegal at all. Yeah. So, but that's, that's how that's gonna go. I also threw it to you to ask, hey, what else is he banning? What else is uh, free speech warrior Elon Musk banning? So, uh, it started, mind you, started with this is actually. <laughs> changed since i posted this story uh started with mastodon links you could not post links to mastodon you couldn't even add your mastodon link to your bio uh -huh. uh, he even suspended the mastodon uh, at join mastodon twitter account ah um this has extended to all other social media in general so you can't even post a, a, a link to instagram uh you can't post links 
to uh, Facebook. Like it's just bad. I, I don't. I don't even know if Reddit is allowed. Um, I don't. I don't have the article in front of me, but I, I just read this uh, like maybe a few hours ago. That yeah, all all external social media is disallowed on on uh, Twitter now because God forbid Elon acknowledge that there are other platforms that essentially do the same thing that his does. Uh, and people are kind of jumping ship for that. Not yeah. not in the droves that that people are using Twitter, mind you. I'm not delusional enough to say that Mastodon is the future of of social media slash social networking. But I, I mean, it's it's obviously made enough of a dent for Elon to acknowledge it and try to kill it in the only way that he can. <laughs> So, so stop the bleeding. It there, there's a I scrolled down, and when there was a poll done, there was a poll done uh, a while back. That was great. Yeah, yeah, okay. So there was a there was a poll done a while back with Donald Trump, where Elon Musk asked, "Hey, should we should we unsuspend or unban Donald Trump?" and According to the bots, I I don't I don't know. Must, I I think that there were probably a lot of bots in that poll, but the majority of people in the poll said un unban Donald Trump, and so he did it. He's like, uh, Elon Musk was like, hey, you know, we're gonna unban Donald Trump because the people voted for it. That's <laughs> that's what we're doing here. So, uh, Elon Musk did a new poll. That said, unban or I'm sorry, unsuspend accounts who doxed my exact location in real time. First off, fucks you, it fucks you, fuck you. It's not doxing. You know what you could do? You could hop on a public plane. You could take a public flight. Like you could take, yeah. you could not take your fucking private jet places and have your information accessed publicly like that. You could drive a car. Uh, there are there. You could take a train. There are other ways that you could you could get around this. They're not doxing your location, you crazy egomaniac. But anyway, the poll says, you know, unsuspend the accounts who dox my exact location in real time. And 43% said now, uh, with the next, there are four different options. Now, tomorrow, seven days from now and longer. Uh, the highest is now, and that's at 43%. We also had 38.1% that said longer. So 43%, I don't know if you know this, but that is higher uh -huh. Uh -huh. than 38%. Oh. oh, wow. And so Elon Musk has, because he is a free speech warrior, has come out and said, sorry, too many options, we'll redo. Got to redo the poll. <laughs> Even though, so the, the other two options tomorrow and seven days from now, uh, tomorrow got 4.5%. Seven days from now, got fourteen and a half percent. So, and you 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 tally those together, it's about about twenty one percent. Yeah. So, like, at least sixty percent of people who participated in that poll want him to unsuspend those accounts within a week. Yeah, like, within, like, within yeah. a week. Um. Within, so within the next three days. And he's not going to do that because he wanted people to vote longer or no. 
but they're not. Yeah, yeah, they're not. They're they're not doing that. He he. It's just it's it's always funny. Oh. They want free speech. He wants free speech, except for when that that speech is being used against him. Yeah, like with Twitter Spaces, which like I didn't even know it was a feature that anybody actually used. It's basically like Twitter has a sort of public group call. I, I think it's essentially the same thing as YouTube's uh, Hangouts on the Air thing. Yeah. Um, so the uh, Twitter Spaces was a thing that some journalists were using, and they brought Elon onto their call to discuss Elon just kind of banning people willy-nilly, like whenever it was convenient for him. And he tried to explain himself and, and justify what he was doing and Cunning. did a god-awful job. Yeah. He's um, not the most, like, he's not the most articulate man. Let's be fair. Uh, he no, has from... He is from kind of from a fucking dingus. Yeah, he's he's from you know South Africa, so he has a bit of an accent. Um, but also like he just he doesn't have a way of putting words together in correct order to be succinct, and so he just comes across well, as an idiot he, sometimes. Like, don't just spout complete and utter nonsense. That's like true. saying that flight plans are equivalent to an address, or that a link to those flight plans posted by somebody else is ban evasion. Um, yeah. Which is, there are things that he said during that interview. Well, uh, after that, he disabled Twitter spaces. Yeah, he um, just took it down. Is, yeah. Yeah, that whole function now no longer exists. He also banned a bunch of journalists, like yep. the, the ones that were in that call, and some others from uh, just particular newspapers that i guess write mean things about him sometimes and he doesn't like that i know so. I, i'm trying to find a list of all the journalists uh i know keith olbermann was one of them who i i've i've seen some of his stuff i don't particularly like him but yeah keith olbermann there were uh, keith olbermann a few others uh because he says that they also quote doxed his location <laughs> Which I think I don't think that's correct. I think that they were just mean to him. Uh, but the the good news is we do know where he is. He is on Butthurt Island, uh, <laughs> and he will be there for a while. Just yeah, it's uh, but this is whenever you give a man baby a fucking social networking platform, this is what happens. Yeah, um, it says I, I'm looking at some. I don't know if these are real real tweets from him uh oh 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 i need you to look up this unsuspend accounts mm -hmm. who dox my exact location in real time the new poll oh there's a new poll it's it's from the comment section but i don't know if it's real um hold on i'll just uh i'll just go on musk's twitter here yeah and it's uh it's from Oh, I don't know. But anyway, it was 58.6% at some point for now. And then there was a seven oh. days at 41%. So 58.7, the, the final result was 58.7 now, 41.3% in seven days. And that was 3.69 million votes. Damn. Uh, and then to, to his credit, he said, uh, the people have spoken. Accounts who doxed my location will have their suspension lifted now. Okay. Um, I wonder if then, that one kid is back. 
uh, Twitter will start incorporating mutant block signals from Blue Verified as down votes. Something else that's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> I guess weird. he's tweaking the algorithm. Uh, there was also a new poll. Should I step down as head of Twitter? I will abide by the results of this poll. Posted it four minutes ago. Oh, oh I got to do it. I got to I gotta Curren- go. And- Currently, it is at 40% yes. So... You know, we'll see. It's it's got it's a twelve hour poll. Then bot, so. should I step down? Uh yes. Yes, you fucking definitely should. There's um, no way that that hits yes. There's absolutely no way. There or is Or if it if it does hit yes, then he's going to say that it was bots. Also it jumped three percent in the time that I said that sentence. Oh uh so that's because I voted forty three percent yes. It, yeah, you counted for a hundred thousand people. Yeah, that's me. So anyway, uh, the only and then there was another tweet. Uh, you know, in some parts of the world, journalists get murdered for crossing the wrong people. Banning the reporters I don't like from my own platform feels like a pretty innocuous alternative to me. Free speech warrior. <laughs> free speech is back at Twitter. Banning the people I don't like from my platform feels like a pretty innocuous alternative. To killing people i don't like yeah yeah uh so let's just say uh fuck elon musk and move on there so first off before i move on i thought teslas were cool i've rode in a tesla before they they are really nice um i don't think i could ever buy a tesla i couldn't I, i couldn't do it i can't support somebody who is that much of a hypocrite and that much of an asshole. But we're going to move on. We're going to talk about somebody who I don't think is an asshole. Um, John Carmack. John Carmack um, is leaving Facebook slash Meta, uh, which means that, of course, Meta is doomed. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, uh, you're the one. I think you're the one who linked this story. I linked, I think, like all but two stories. Yeah, yeah, I linked the other two. So there were a lot of stories this week. So John Carmack, uh, if you don't know, if you didn't get my reference, he was like the lead programmer on Doom way back in the day. Like super, super smart guy. And a few years ago, he joined up with Facebook slash Meta uh, to work on their VR project, Oculus. And now he's like, I'm out. I'm gone. Yeah. And what exactly happens? What's in this? So basically he's sick of meta doing stupid bullshit instead of making products that will actually make people happy. Yeah. Um, the, he complained specifically about there's just unbelievable amounts of inefficiency in meta caused by, I guess, mismanagement. He doesn't specifically say what it is, just that there's a lot of self-sabotage and effort that has been squandered over the years. Um, he thinks that the organization is operating at, quote, half the effectiveness that would make him happy. I, so, I see that. And, I, and granted, like, this is John Carmack. Uh, he's not a human. Uh, <laughs> I, believe, I believe he is a demi-human from another plane of existence who is just here because he's bored. Um, I see. So that makes sense that he would want everyone to be working much more efficiently. 
uh, that said, I very strongly agree with him that uh, VR is not going in a good direction right now. Uh, he particularly points out that the last good thing that uh, Meta slash Oculus put out was the Meta Quest 2. Yeah. Um, because it was it's cheap, relatively, uh, and it is functional enough. Like it, it does good at what it does good at and doing that at a price point that most people can mostly justify. Well, and he uh, also, he also said in a keynote in October, um, that he, he was pushing for a super cheap, super lightweight VR headset that could come in around mm -hmm. $250. Um, and then they're like, no, what we're going to do is we're going to make one that's $1,500. Yeah. And that's, uh, so I actually found out uh, yesterday, I think, that uh, that is also what uh, HTC is following. They just released a new standalone VR headset that is $1,300, and they're again marketing at the enterprise market. And I just don't see that as a big seller. Like you're not, I don't think you're going to get departments to go, yeah, let's just throw $1,500 at this concept. And whenever you don't have that adoption, you're not going to get people developing products for it, which means you're not going to have software. So nobody's going to buy it. So it's going to yeah. like, we, we see it, we have seen it in video games so many times. Uh, like, and it's, it, that's, what's going to happen here. We need more cheap VR, a la PlayStation VR, and the the Quest headsets, so that we can get adopters, so that we can get people to make software for these platforms. Otherwise, the whole thing is just going to die. It's going to be a joke, and it's going to be another PlayStation Move slash Xbox Connect. Yeah, th there's there's a reason why. Like back in the 90s, you had the PlayStation and, and to a lesser extent, the N64 were able to overtake all the competition uh, because the PlayStation was what, like two, 200, 250 when it first came out? Like it was it was yeah, relatively like, cheap. Uh, yeah, same thing with like, the N64. Like by today's standards, it would, it would be like $500. But like considering what you were getting, that was a fantastic yeah like, yeah but then like you had the 3do came out which was <laughs> you know it was it was a, a pretty powerful-ish machine but it was six hundred dollars yeah and you had and like it, you had the um uh the 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 neo geo console like that was a fantastic console could literally play games um that were from arcade, arcade from the arcade in your like you could take your 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 save from your or from your game at your house and plug it into an arcade machine and play that same game it was fantastic um but it was very expensive i forget it was 4 or 500 dollars back then and not only that the games themselves were like 200 bucks a piece yeah like it's it's the exact same scenario of no one's going to buy this, so no one's going to develop anything for it. Exactly. And 
there were there were there was plenty of first party support for the Neo Geo, and mm -hmm. there was there was a smidge of third party support on the 3DO, but that was mostly from games that were multi platform anyway and were kind of designed to be ported wherever. Uh, yeah. But even the even the Doom port wasn't very good, so like. If you can't even get a good Doom port on your console, something fucked up that, somewhere. That, that was but, that was not that wasn't a fault of the hardware. I don't think that was more of a it fault. Wasn't. That was a fault of hey, you have six weeks to make this game, single developer. Right, and, and <laughs> but that's what I, that's what I'm saying though is that, like no one's going to want to invest any time and money into making software for your platform if it isn't a is isn't a reasonable piece of hardware in the first place uh like they they were trying to focus on the multiplayer aspects of the console and, and we're like yeah it's it's kind of like uh with the cdi like and and other other platforms that were just too powerful for their own good sort of that that's happened many times throughout over the years where like it, it doesn't matter if you on paper have a better product because it still has to be something that people are going to buy. Yeah. And that just never worked out for any of those. And that's what's happening here. As much as I love the valve index, it's too goddamn expensive. Oh yeah. And I, no, I normies, really think normies aren't going to buy that. No, the, I, I would be surprised if Valve's next VR headset or or whatever hardware they put out isn't more akin to the Steam Deck in that they cut corners in some places but still put out a quality product, but it's at a reasonable price. Mm -hmm. The fact the fact that I have to spend, I think it's two hundred. It, it might be three hundred dollars just for trackers for the for the index. That's insane. Yeah, that should not be a thing. That so is that like, is that, well, and I don't like that they're not backwards compatible because I don't think yeah. the I don't think the original vibe trackers will work with. Oh, they do. Oh, do they? Okay, good. Yeah, it's that the new trackers don't work with the old headsets. Oh, so if you just okay. want the extended tracking distance, well, you're gonna have to buy a new headset and new new uh, controllers. Which, like, yeah, at that point, you're you're looking at a thousand bucks. Ugh. And it's like no one's no one wants that. But the, like, the, the, I, the, I have to say the Quest Two, what was it two fifty when it released? I think they raised the price to three hundred now. Still a really uh, good deal for VR. I think I think it might be more than that. I think it's four hundred now. Oh, but still, no, that's come even, on. That's, a, that's that, a bit much. Like it's pushing it now with how aged the hardware is. But it's still like it's decent, and like the PSVR two, it's probably going to be like six hundred bucks. I don't remember if they've come out with a price yet, but it'll probably be a little on the pricier side. But it's still probably going to push to the same degree that PlayStation VR did, which like I really do think that the original PlayStation VR did a lot for VR as a a selling device. Like I, I hope that the PSVR two is is profitable and and sells well and gets people interested in VR again, so that maybe we can get companies putting out more like the Windows mixed reality headsets that are like two hundred fifty to three hundred fifty dollars 
that do a well enough job with tracking and whatnot and maybe we can get vr back on track and not have stupid bullshit like a 1300 or 1500 standalone headset that no one's going to buy and is going to have nothing to do with it even if you did buy it i will give you an update real quick um, on the psvr2 price no oh 51.5 yes should elon <laughs> musk step down uh-oh. Uh-oh. There's over a million votes now. Uh, oh my god. We'll see we'll see what happens here. But let's look at the So the PSVR 2 price. Do we have an update on that? Uh it looks like it's going to be 550. $550. Yeah. So I I, I said it would probably be about 600 bucks. And, and then I, the so that makes sense. Quest 2 price. It is now, yep, you were right. It's 399 for the 128 gig model and 499 for the 256 gig model, which is yeah. a significant increase because I think it was originally 299. Yeah, especially considering you're probably just going to use it to play Beat Saber and maybe watch porn. Yeah, like, that's about it. <laughs> that's all you that, do. That, but Unironically, that is like. That is what keeps me from buying a used one of those. <laughs> just because they're so gross. And like I I I have a a friend on Twitter who um she was like, Hey, I want to sell my you can galaxy. Just say me, it's okay. No, 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 not you. Uh <laughs> a, she, not a not you. Uh, um, unless yeah. unless you've changed your pronouns. No. Uh, okay. So she uh she was like, "Hey, I'm getting rid of my Galaxy Quest or whatever and I'm I'm going to sell it for 100 bucks if anybody wants it." And I was like, "I'll take it." Not for myself cuz I already have a Vive. Uh but I was like, "I'll take it and, you know, I'll I'll help you pay for shipping and stuff." And she's like, "No, no, you don't have to pay for shipping." And I was like, "It's going to be a lot. Here, I'll give you an extra couple, you know, 20 or 30 bucks for shipping or whatever." And the shipping was like 50 bucks. Good lord. Yeah. Um but I bought it for my friend Durga. And Durga grabbed it and, like, you know, he used it a little bit. And he's like, this thing smells so bad. <laughs> <laughs> just like, because you're, you're, you're putting, like, this cloth just on your face and you're moving around and just sweating on it. And mm -hmm. so it, I was like, yeah, you're going to have to rip out. Because you can, thankfully, that cloth is removable and you can buy new cloth for it. So. He'll, you know, after he wipes it down, like wipes down the plastics and stuff, he'll be fine. Yeah, um, that's thank piss that like that's something that has generally been a, a thing for VR headsets is you can replace the face gasket because like I wouldn't want anybody to have to use a fa the same face gasket as me. Yeah, like, I, yeah I, had, I my face is disgusting. Yeah, I had a friend come over uh, and they're like, let's play VR. And I was like. I mean, yeah, so we took turns on Beat Saber. I'm like, are you okay? Because, like, I'm going to sweat, and then you're going to wear the headset. And they're like, no, no, I'm used to it. Don't worry. And I was like, used okay. To, you, used to it? Well, they have they have VR as well. So they, they... Oh, they're used to their sweat. Yeah, so it's whatever. It was fine. Uh, and then they fell down while playing Beat Saber. It was great. Because <laughs> they were, like, dodging one of the blocks that was coming down, and they did a squat, and then, like fell down against the wall. It was fantastic. 
anyway. I heard you mime it. <laughs> you did, yes. <laughs> you got it. You got echoey for a second. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're done. We're done for the day. I want to thank you for being here, Oroa. Yeah, I was, I was here the vast majority of the time. Yeah, and I uh, have to go pretend that I'm going to actually edit out the part that I paused, but then I'm not going to do that, and I'm just going to upload it and see if anybody notices. So thank you for being here. We'll be back next. Well, actually, I don't know uh, if we're going to be here next week because next week is Christmas. Uh Oh, They're yeah. literally Christmas Day. Uh, yeah, so- there's a very good chance I won't be here. I might message you to see if we can get something done on Friday or Saturday uh, and then have a, uh, a special edition. Fri- but Friday I'll be working um, and Saturday we'd have to do it early. I could do that. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, I'll message you throughout the week and we'll see. We may not have okay. a podcast next week uh, just so if anybody's actually looking forward to it. But thank you for being here. Uh, we'll see you, uh, if not next week, the week after. Goodbye. Bye.